Hello everyone and welcome back to Recommended, where you find your weekend watch. My name is Brett and each week I recommend to my good buddy Drew a movie out of my own collection. One that I've seen, one that I've enjoyed, one that we're going to find out if he does. Typically he'll give me one back that he's seen and sometimes it's good, sometimes it is a flop. Um, sometimes it's the lobster. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, indeed. I'm talking bad about the lobster now. Uh, it talks bad about itself. So, going into this week, Drew recommended me a film called Shimmer Lake, and I recommended him a movie called Naked. Drew, tell me about Naked. Well, okay. Um, where do I begin? Okay, you you have this guy, uh, played by Marlon Wayans, one of the Wayans brothers. Uh, his character's name is Rob, <clears throat> and Rob is a he's he's like a substitute teacher, and he's he's kind of like a humble guy, I guess. You know, I mean, he's not from money or anything like that, but he's getting married to the love of his life, Megan, and um. He has a bachelor party the night before the wedding, which is a horrible idea for all parties involved, I feel like. <laughs> and there's this, like, magic time loop thing that happens to where he he wakes up and he's in the elevator up naked. And he has an hour to get to the wedding. And basically, like, he'll get, like, punched out or knocked out or something, or he'll try and he always starts back or like when the hour resets and if he hasn't made it to the wedding or if it didn't go just right, he always starts back again in the elevator. Um, so it's a time loop movie. And yeah, there's some obstacles along the way that we can get into, um, such as like a dis- disapproving father-in-law and a, and a uh, jealous ex-boyfriend and a jealous ex-girlfriend on his side. Um, but yeah. So that, that's basically what Naked was about. Yeah. Um, so, so I particularly enjoyed Naked. It was a funny movie. This was actually a movie that I had initially planned to give Drew in February. Uh, it is It stars a predominantly African-American cast. Uh, the Wayans, Marlon Wayans, is uh, kind of over the movie, and he stars in it. Um, and... What you find throughout the movie is he keeps going back, kind of like a Groundhog Day-ish situation. Uh, He keeps Mm -hmm. finding himself back in that elevator, trying to write and make it like the perfect way for this wedding to happen. And so you find, you get to see a bunch of like craziness happen. Like it's it's a humorous movie, but with a touch of, seriousness to it too if that makes sense like the situations he encounters are funny uh but especially when talking with the father-in-law uh and things he hears um just like outside like while he's just listening you know from the background you can kind of tell like this isn't a movie just about getting to the wedding which i mean it kind of is but it's not it's more about growing up and becoming a man 
and what that really means to be a man, to be a husband, to be able to provide for a woman, um, things that he was falling short in. And, and it even happens right at the beginning of the movie with him uh, being late for the plane because he's got a um, he wanted to buy some scratch offs. And it's like, they really? Like, you, you're late to the plane for your own wedding because you couldn't resist buying a scratch off? Like, come on, dude. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, um, I have got to ask you a question. Okay. So I was watching the movie, mm-hmm. and the whole time I was thinking, is this Brett's troll pick? It is not my troll pick. <sighs> the movie sucked. Wow. I, I'm sorry, but there were so many things that I was just like, what? Okay, let me start off with the positives. There's two. Two positives that I found in this movie. Um, one, I do like the premise of the time loop being an hour long. A lot of these time loop movies, they're like you get 24 hours and then the day resets or something. Mm-hmm. But uh, this is just an hour, so you got to jam pack a lot of stuff in a short amount of time. I actually like that premise. Premise. The second thing I liked was he always starts the time loop in a jam. He's naked in an elevator, so you get to see like all the ways he gets out of that. You know, he takes a towel from the hotel maid, or he steals luggage. Um, people aren't watching and whatnot like so i mean that's pretty that's that's kind of neat um he you know he starts every loop in a jam and then the loop is an hour long those are the only two positive things i could say about the movie wow that is that's harsh man like i'm not <laughs> saying this is the second coming of jesus but geez like <laughs> Oh. I didn't think it was that bad. I'm not saying it was my favorite movie I've ever seen, but it wasn't awful. Like, okay, so father-in-law, the Allstate guy. Oh, he has a name. It's Dennis Haysbert. Yes, him. <laughs> All right. Hey, wait, 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 hold on. Allstate, I imagine, pays him very well. I'm sure he has no problem being known as the Allstate guy. <laughs> like, I got to make money from all those commercials. So I'm sure he's fine with that. But I mean, like, I'm not even talking about his acting. Just his character is so unlikable. Like, this guy is just a jerk. And there's almost just, like, no redemption, no redeeming sort of... I mean, he threw... He literally tosses him out the wedding. Like, tosses him. Um, multiple scenes. Yeah. Just because he's not wearing, like, a, a tuxedo. <laughs> like... um. And you have like her ex boyfriend who's super rich and super handsome, and you know, like he's he's uh, vindictive and he's trying to like take over her father's business and all this kind of stuff. And he's just like the stereotypical bad guy. And then same thing for his ex girlfriend. Like she's she's just kind of like this, just like a just like a caricature of just like a a jealous ex. Um, I don't know, man. Like this one just didn't hit for me. I'm gonna tell you. I feel like you're giving the dad the the dance scene with the bikers was just dumb. Um, 
I don't know, man. I maybe, just think you're giving. Maybe I was in a bad mood when I watched it, but maybe. I just I, I didn't laugh hardly any. Like it was just. Uh. So I think um, you're giving the dad a hard time, uh, only because. And I can't speak as a father or anything like that, but if you, I can imagine if you've seen your daughter fall in love with a guy who's basically a loser, right? Like he's doing nothing yeah. with his life. He gets offered a job, and he basically starts to turn it down. If he doesn't turn it down, I think he does turn it down at the beginning because he preferred to be a substitute teacher because he gets more days off. Because yeah. he, he's just a slot, like he's a a bum. Yeah, and so. You see that happening, and then you're like, you know what? I'm not going to say anything or whatever. I'm just going to deal with it, and she's going to have to make her own mistakes. And then gets to the wedding, and he's even ruining the wedding. Yeah, I'd be tossing that dude out, too, and be like, never see my daughter again. Like, I already don't like you. I I guess so. I mean, yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll backtrack it, too. And that's the other thing I think I hate about the movie. I You hate the protagonist. I mean, like, he he's a... He's just like a, he's a bum. I mean, like, so this is what though. this is what the thing is like, you know, well, I don't think it's that you dislike him. He's funny. It's Marlon Wayans. Um, he's funny, but this is what I say. He's a protagonist, but he's not a hero and and that's okay. Like the whole point of the movie is him growing and learning about his failures and getting past them and growing up. Like I said, uh, now, obviously, that may not have hit for you. I enjoyed it. I, I liked the Brian McKnight cameo. Um, yeah, I mean that was good. I mean, like I like I said, maybe I don't know. I just this movie just did not hit for me. I will say this: I just didn't find it that funny. I thought the premise was interesting, but just just a failure of execution. I'll say this: it's a Netflix original movie. Yeah. So take that for as you will. Some hit, some don't. I personally thought it was humorous. I can see why you might not. I thought it had punk points that I was laughing. Not like out loud, but like, <laughs> you know. Um, I'm not going to pretend like it was the best thing ever. But I didn't think it was the worst thing ever either. But... That's why we argue. Um, what would you rate naked? <sighs> I just, I wasn't a big fan. So I decided to give it a three. You would give it a three. Um, I'm sorry. It's fine. That's I fine. wanted to like it. The I think the premise is really good. I just didn't like the execution, how they did it. Fair enough. Well, I was probably going to rate it about a five. Um, not something I'm just going to seek out watching again. Uh, yeah. Not the worst thing I've ever seen. It's just yeah. there. Kind of, If I'm honest with you, forgettable movie. Yeah. Uh, but not something I'm going to just like slam on. But You know the crazy thing is, though, before we go to the other part, um, you know it's a remake from like a 1970s Swedish film? No, I didn't know that. And that movie was also critically panned as well. <laughs> like it, was also, it was also not a success. <laughs> nice. So IMDb fan score gives it a 5.4. They're just a little nicer than me about it. Uh, and then 
The Metacritic score is a 36. So the critics liked it more than Drew. That's saying something. <laughs> but that's all for Naked. <coughs> Drew, what movie did you recommend to me? So, Brady Boy, I recommended you a Netflix original film, too. Very different from one you recommended me. Very different. Um, but I think it was a pretty good one. I hope you liked it. It's called Shimmer Lake from 2017. Same year as your uh, Naked movie. Ken. Yes, um, Shimmer Lake. Can, so, can you tell me a little bit about it? I can. Shimmer Lake starts you off on a Friday where you find yourself in the middle of a crime that has happened. You've got mm-hmm. Rain Wilson uh, being a guy named Andy who is trying to find money and get out of town. Uh, and so you end the day with him being shot dead. Yep. And then it goes back to Thursday. And uh-huh. so the whole premise of the movie is going from like Friday to Tuesday and just giving you little pieces, like a glimpse of what happened that day. So you get uh, a greater picture of what's actually going down until finally you get to Tuesday and you see the crime play out and you see the big twist of what actually happened and you get to go from there and um, be like, oh, crap, you know? Yeah. I know that seems like a very general telling of the movie, um, but it's hard to really get into it without just like straight up telling you scene for scene because it's just one of those you can't tell it about it straightforward from Tuesday to th- Friday because that ruins the movie. Um, that's I think that's the difficulty with a movie like this is since it tells it backwards, it's just so difficult to actually like talk in yeah. a consistent way. Um. Yeah, I, the movie's filled with uh, basically the premise of it is I know I kind of went into like how it's structured uh, but premise is that these two guys are going to rob a bank uh, and once they rob a bank they'll get all the money and get out of town, go to Mexico yeah so they something went wrong something went wrong so you've got those two guys, uh, their families. Then you also have like the guy Judge uh, Judge Brad Dawkins. He's played by John Higgins, uh, who he's a funny guy. <laughs> he's like yes. running for Senate, but um, is also like secretly in a gay affair that no one knows mm-hmm. about. And <laughs> it's just it's there's enough so. When I heard Shimmer Lake from Drew, I thought, okay, that sounds like a creepy movie. This was not a scary movie. In fact, no. it's a it's a crime thriller, I guess you'd say. And it has drama yeah. and mystery. But to but me, comedy. there was a lot of humor in it. Yes, yes. Uh, I thought it was a really funny movie. And it kept my attention the entire time. Which some movies you recommend me, Drew, I'm like tuning out halfway, like... All right, let me play a game on my phone while this keeps running in the background. Uh, Did not do that with this one. Uh, One, because I I love Rain Wilson. He's such a good actor. Um, Yeah. And two, because the story was compelling enough to figure out what's actually going on. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, Well, that's good. I'm I'm really glad to hear that. Um, Yeah, the film 
Shimmer, when you hear Shimmer Lake, you think like horror movie or maybe like even like a thriller, mis- mysterious type of movie, which in some sense it is like a thriller and it is a little mysterious as it is like literally a mystery. But mm-hmm. yeah, the, the, the name is not quite fitting as you would think. Like, I mean, it is very much like it's, I view it as like a crime movie that happens to also be a comedy, essentially. Um, but yeah, I really, I like this movie a lot. I thought it was neat. I like the idea of the backward storytelling. Mm-hmm. So like, I mean, they, I mean, they literally, you know, give you the ending in the sense, like, you know, they give you what happens and then they just reverse, tell it in reverse order. Um, so you're trying to figure out what, like what happened in the beginning. And in this case, what happened, what went wrong on the bank heist, essentially. Um, so I really I like a movie like that. Uh, I think one of the reasons I I like that disjointed narrative structure. It reminds me of like a movie like Pulp Fiction, which I don't know if you've seen or not. Um, I'll probably make you watch it at some point of our podcast career. But uh, Pulp Fiction is also it's like three stories and they're intermingled, but they're not in chronological order. So like a character might die in one scene, but that character will be in another scene told from a different perspective of another character's story mm-hmm. or something like that. Um, so I, I like that dis, disjointed story line when it's done well. And I think this one was done pretty well telling it in reverse order. Yeah, I think it was too. Uh, my one complaint. Oh, mm-hmm. Sorry. Sleepy. Um, my uh-huh. one complaint with the structure is that halfway through, I, could, I, I knew who one of the people involved was. Yeah. Just figuring that out. Mm-hmm. Um, and then whenever the twist happens, I found out who the other person involved is. You can yeah. go back and you can see like how why they're reacting in certain ways, you know? Um, yeah. So like we said we talked spoilers to so spoiler coming in right now. Like the sheriff or whatever. Mm-hmm. You go for or you go back and you see how he's responding to the FBI people who are there, yeah. and he's just like, "You don't need to be worrying about uh, what's his name, um, um, whatever Ed. Like, you don't need to worry about Ed. You don't have to worry about him. All you need to be is looking for Andy. Andy's the guy." And they're like, "We're not so sure about that." And you realize later on, well, that's because he's killed Ed. He knows Ed's out of the picture. Like, all he needs to do is do is deal with Andy. Uh, so. Things like that you can tell when you go back and look at it, which are nice. But whenever yeah. I these type of movies, I really like there to be subtle clues that I can put that I can piece together myself before the reveal and figure it out on my own. I don't think they did that. They put things in there later that you can go back and be like, oh, okay, that's why he was reacting that way. But you would never piece those together and be like, oh, he definitely did it. That's why he's saying that. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but that's just yeah. personal uh, personal opinion. Uh, the movie was still really good. I enjoyed it. Um, oh, like, yeah. Um, yeah. What would you rate it then? Oh, uh, probably 6.5. Okay. Not bad. Um, I just gave it a solid seven. I think the humor helped out a lot. Like Rob Corddry is hilarious. Rain Wilson, he's a great actor, and he's 
he uh, he brings some humor to the role as well, as well as uh, Ron Livingston. So uh, I, I gave it just a solid seven, just a solid, good, no nonsense, just a good roundabout movie. So here's another one of my areas that I had a concern with, or like I was confused about. So Zeke, who is the sheriff, and Andy yeah. are brothers, and yes. yet. Zeke is trying to kill Andy for some reason and it's like dude just like let your brother be your brother and just be like deuces dude like I don't understand what the deal was there was no real motivation to kill him besides he was part of the bank heist that, and he literally has no clue what's happening still I can't remember exactly why like even at like, the end he I has mean, no I clue maybe like two years ago so yeah. I'm trying to just like remember. Well, even at the end of the movie, he's like, "Huh?" And then he gets killed. It's like, yeah. dude, you could have just like let your brother live. I, I just don't get yeah. it. But that's, I mean, that's just me. I, I like to have justification for things like that. Didn't he wrong the girl in some way? If I remember correctly. Uh, no, nah, that was it. He uh, killed their son. Okay. That's right. Okay, yeah, gotcha. Couldn't yeah. quite remember. Andy was just kind of like there. Yeah. He was okay. the protagonist that we're following, and that was literally yeah. his role. Gotcha. But, well, all right. Um, so, yeah. So, I gave it a 7. You gave it a, what, 6.5? Yeah. Gotcha. Well, the the audience would agree with you. They gave it a 6.3. And I don't see a critic score. No, there's not really any enough, critics. Enough score. critics haven't rated it yet, maybe. Yeah, I guess not. Should, I will assume they would be a five. <laughs> you hear me? Huh? I said, I'm just going to assume the critics agree with me, and it's in the 70s. Oh, <laughs> uh, I'm looking at some of them. One gave it a 2 of 5. One gave it a 4.5 out of 10. So they're probably going to be around a 4. <laughs> oh, great. Common Sense Media. <laughs> they gave it 2 out of 5. Why well, am I not surprised? For real. 2 out of 5, that's, I mean, that's almost 50%. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. See, they gave about a 4. 4 to 5. Well, screw the critics. Just trust us. This is good enough. <laughs> that's why we're here for you. To give you better that's recommendations right. than the critics. Right, and I cannot wait to recommend you this movie. Oh, jeez, what are you doing to me? All right, you want to go ahead and hear about it? Let me hear about it. Okay, so this movie is one of my favorites from probably my favorite director of all time. Director, director. This is a Quentin Tarantino film that you're about to watch. And the film you're going to watch is his eighth movie, his eighth film. Um, He's made nine so far. And it's called The Hateful Eight. Oh, The Hateful Eight. You can find this on Netflix, but there's two of them. There's The Hateful Eight, like the theatrical version. And then there's the extended version. I, you can watch the theatrical version. The extended version is about four hours long. Um, 
the theatrical version is about three hours. But it's super good, and I will watch it with you if you want me to. My goodness, one true. Of my favorite movies. I'm, I'm not punishing you. It's it's a long film, but it's super. I'm good. not thinking this is a punishment. I'm just thinking it's Easter weekend, man. How much time do I got to watch this movie? I mean, I don't. I don't know. I mean, aren't you off on Monday or something? I don't know. It's gonna be a busy weekend for me. I'll figure out a time to watch it though. I'll find. Well, you can break it up into segments, I guess. You know. I hate doing that movies. I'll figure it out. Um, I'll watch it with you. I promise you. Like, I'll call you. Call me. Be like, hey, hey, come over here. I'll watch it with you. It's so good. All right. Sounds good. Um, well, I decided for April that I was going to do a little something silly. And say, I'm going to have an animated April for you. Make your wifey happy. (laughs) What? Our movies are going to be so different. They are going to be totally different. Oh my gosh. This is going to be great. All right. So, this movie is. Oh man. It's not my favorite one. Most of my movies are going to be Pixar. In fact, I'd say all of them are probably going to be Pixar uh, yeah. for this month. Uh, this one's not my favorite Pixar, but it's very much up there. Um, I love the story of it um, when I saw it in theaters, because heck yeah, I saw it in theaters. I may have teared up at points. Uh, it's so good. You are going oh, to be watching. You're going to be watching Meet the Robinsons. Oh, uh, Meet the Robinsons. Yeah. Yes, I'm almost positive that's on Disney Plus. If not, I have it on, you know, on DVD. Okay. Alrighty, I can do that. So, before we go, Drew and I have heard uh, from a few people that they would like for us to discuss some television shows um, as well. So, we're still discussing whether we want to do that or not. If you would like us to add maybe a discussion of an episode each week at the end of our movie discussions uh we can just talk about one episode of one show um and we can just go through it together each week um what's that a cheers recap episode show absolutely not um this would not be that i'm not thinking sitcoms um yeah no sitcoms please um but if you're interested in that just let us know we'd love to hear from you uh but other than that, thank y'all so much uh, for listening this week. We hope you have a phenomenal Easter weekend with your family. And we will see you next week here on Recommended. Recommended.